Jewish Mythbusters podcast. Welcome back to the Jewish Mythbusters. We're very happy you could join us again. Uh, we're going to take another myth. Every episode, we're going to take a myth, and we're going to bust it, see if it's real, see if it's not. What do we have this week? So, as promised last week, this week we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, one specific myth, uh, but to do that, we have to first touch upon the Shin Dalid topic. And for those of you that don't know what a Shin Dalid is, uh, are we allowed to say? Are we allowed to say the word? I don't know. I don't, I don't know the I, rules. So that's a, that has to be a separate. I feel like you can make a recording, like go to YouTube and get somebody else to say it, because I don't want to say it. Not yeah. after that intro. That's okay, a very so, scary intro music. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm spooked out. <laughs> it's, it's meant to mission, <laughs> mission accomplished. So I, I think uh, I think we're going to need another episode to just talk just focus on shindalids for those who don't know what we're talking about it's spelled s-h-e-d-i-m uh in the gemara it will talk about these beings as uh mazikin uh essentially they're i guess for lack of a better word in english demons i think is the best way they're like part spiritual part physical uh i mean the gemara does speak about mazikim and and I believe the translation is going to be demons. demons I mean, obviously, yeah. the literal translation of mazikim is damagers. Right, of course. So we translate that into demons. Um, I right, think so tell, a lot tell of everybody people, why we call, why are they called mazikim, which means damagers. So the Gemara says that if a person encounters one of these beings one-on-one, it's a it's a dangerous situation. Physical danger, we're right. talking about. But here. when there's two people, like if you're not alone, then you'll be able to see them, but you won't be able to be harmed by them. And then the Gamar goes on to say that if you're three people already, you can't see them and they can't harm you. So generally when... when and and also, we're talking about walking in like remote, right, desolate areas. Right. You're not like, talking about walking down Avenue like N. Burnt out buildings and, right. and desolate areas. Fields, places where right. people don't frequent. Those are the places that are subject to these type of mazikim. Right. Uh, also, the Gemara talks about uh, Shlema Melech, who he, he actually captured the head, the king of the demons, believe his name uh, should i say the name yeah just do Ashmedai, it right okay and he he got him in chains and there's a whole story but we'll get into that in another episode but this is just an intro so so the gemara talks about the demons there is some discussion among rishayim and about well famously basically the rambam who holds that uh these things are, are really not uh actual they're allegorical etc and there was a famous uh mama from the kutzka rebbe who said that uh, when asked, well, you know, if, if these demons are real, why don't we see them today? And he says, <clears throat> and he, he basically reconciles the Rambam with all the other other Rishonim, the Gemara itself. He says that once the Rambam paskins, once he is, once he gave law that uh, there are none anymore today, which is what the Rambam said, they don't exist. He said, they cease to exist. So Shemaim follows what the the Paiskim, and he was the, let's say, the Paiskadar, he poskin that they don't exist. That's it. They cease to exist. That's an interesting point. Interesting take, right? But I know that that when you go back in history, there's far more. Uh, it was far more common 
to have heard a story or, or situations where people would talk about things that just are not explained. Right. Because when you talk about, you get into all this, I, I don't want to call it folklore, but essentially that's what it is. When you talk about witches and demons and and uh, mazikim and, and the like, I mean, you obviously th- witches did exist. Witches did exist at some point because there is a Halachas, transgression right? in the Torah right. that the says... That uh, that that the sorceress shall not live, right? Chashefa, yeah, that's correct. Uh, there's also there's also Abaya in the Gemara who who who, who basically made a gazera that they shouldn't uh, have any more uh, power, I believe, in the world. And so, essentially, we have these demons. So that's our starting point. Let's assume for a minute that we're going to take it um, at face value because we are, because as far as we know. The Gemara says they're real. We're going to accept that they're real. And the Gemara also brings down an interesting uh, method if you want to see, if a person wants to see actually a... Don't, uh, don't, don't a, a, tell them. We don't want to... We, why not? We, uh, you can open they have Pandora's rights. box. Pandora's the listeners box. have rights. Okay. But okay. you would have to Let take... Let them beware. It's also pretty... It's, it's l- not so easy. It's not so practical. <laughs> I think it's take a black cat, the, the son of, of a, a black right, cat. Like a third generation black cat. I don't remember exactly, but second or third generation black cat, you have to kill it, burn, burn it, it, and then <laughs> use the ashes yes. and sprinkle them at the foot of the bed. That's you see their footprints when you right, do that. and then you'll see chicken, chicken footprints, footprints right, come right. the morning. But had then, they no, no, frequented think, your bedroom, I think you put the ashes on your eyes. Yes, there's another procedure where you can mix it with something and put it on your eyes, put it into your eyes, and then your eyes would be like open to be able to see that type of supernatural phenomena. I, if you paid me and said, <laughs> "Here's like this, you know, just baby powder." Put it on your eyes. You get to see these demons. I mean, there's no money that I would that you could pay me. No, uh, you'll never sleep again. Yeah, you're, you're that's done. true. But you never I sleeping, promise ever you, again. there's a YouTuber out there that will do this. <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you, YouTube channels have started with much less than this. What if you put it on the lens on the of the camera? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Be a lot less scary. I don't care. Okay. I would just say, I would take reaction videos, like <laughs> black cat ashes in the eyes reaction videos all day. <laughs> Okay, so for this myth, uh, it's a take on this. And again, we'll revisit this another time. So the myth that we are talking about, uh, I encountered personally, I was doing some construction in my house. I was closing up two windows. And my contractor told me, uh, okay, where do you want the holes? And I said, "Uh, excuse me, what are you talking about? He said, well, you can't close up the windows without making holes in the, the, you know, the, the, the drywall. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And, and this guy, you know, he's generally from, he's not like a... Oh, he's Huckle. a from guy, because I thought he was I mean, going to be like, hey, what did you want in, yeah, senor? <laughs> no, where no. I should put the window? No, 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 no. He was, he's a from guy, you know, not the most learned guy in the world, but he's a contractor, he knows his business. And he, he looked at me, you know, like I was nuts. He said, dude, you know, you, you, you can't close up a window, don't you know that? The demons, the Shindalids, he said the Shindalids, they're not going to be able to get out of your house. They're going to be in your house and they're gonna cause all kinds of problems for you and your family. Of course, I was pretty freaked out and I went to- Yeah, I mean, you don't need to say more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like, that's it, I'm convinced. Don't, I don't know, true, not true, I don't want, I'm not even getting into it. So I was sufficiently freaked out, but before I even made any holes or did anything, I went to my Rav, uh, he's a tremendous Talmud and I asked him about this. I said, did you ever hear anything about this? And he goes, yeah, yeah, of course. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, this is real? He says, yes. I said, you know, do I have to worry about this? He said, well, it depends. I said, what does it depend on? And he says, basically, it's Rav Yehuda Chassid. He said, if you hold, if you if you're holding, if you want to hold by the psak of Yehuda Chassid, then you have to worry about it. And I said, okay, who is he? And he is Sefer Chassidim. You know Sefer that Sefer Chassidim, right? So I said, okay, but bottom line, am I worried about it? He goes, again, it's Rav Yehuda Chassid. So I, I mean, if you're gonna go with that, then you're not gonna take any haircuts on Erev Rosh Chodesh. You're not right. gonna. There's a whole slew of items that he does not recommend. Exactly. So. I'm going to read to you. Well, uh, it's in Hebrew. I'm going to translate as I uh, as I go through it. Uh, this is from Sefer Chassidim, and uh, basically he says he brings a raya from uh, Bilam when he was going on his donkey, and he goes and he crushes his leg against the wall, right? And he wouldn't he wouldn't turn even though Bilam was hitting him. Yes, that is the donkey that was gifted with speech. speech correct. And Bilam's hitting him and saying, you know, turn, and he won't turn. So he explains and he says, well, why didn't, why wouldn't he turn? And he basically said that uh, he, his, much like all these demons, they have very strict instructions, I guess, like angels, and they must follow, essentially imagine it's like a, a, a line and they can only follow that line. They don't have the option of changing. They can't change. The donkey could not change. It doesn't matter how much he hit him. He wasn't going to change. Wouldn't be, he also had a monolith right in front of him. Yes, but... Why? But still, why couldn't he turn the other way? Don't go against the wall. Go the other way. Go to the left, right? If he was going right, go to the left. So he says that, no, that was the path that he had to take, that providence decrees he has to take. And so to these shindalids, these demons, once they are going in and out of your house through this window, that is their path. Once you close it, they basically, they cannot take another path. And then they freak out? What do they do? Yeah, they cause harm. And he basically, he doesn't say what they will do. He says, don't uh, be matriach them. <laughs> don't don't mat- mess. Basically, don't, don't mess. the shindalids to go in a different path. And he doesn't say what's going to happen to you if you do it. Mm. But essentially, that is the source. Well, what did you end up doing? I guess I was just sufficiently freaked out that I did. And my wife also said, make the holes, make the holes. What do you, it doesn't hurt us, just make the holes. Uh, I got up on a ladder. I made him high up so it wouldn't be too noticeable. Uh, I took a nail. So there's holes in the drywall where the yes. window used to be and yes. is now closed up. Now, what yes. makes you think they're going to fit through these tiny holes? I'm just saying. So th- so the same rub when I said, so what do I do? He said, so just take a nail and make a hole and they'll get through that hole. I didn't. I agree. I didn't so know now they, they could fit through that hole. So squeeze into yes. these teensy tiny. What? That, that, that shouldn't be a big shock to you. Look at Cats an octopus. Cats can do that though. Octopus could do it. Octopus could go through. I think the size of a dime or something. But we are Rats. comparing them to like cats or something. Do they have any relation to cats? I believe they're like half physical. If I remember correctly, they were they were made on like Erev Shabbos and then Shabbos came. Banish mushes. Banish mushes. Right. There are ten things created Erev Shabbos banish mushes. Like that's uh, can you name this, Right. I, I believe so. It's pretty good. Let's go. Uh, I think it was the ram of Avram yes. Avinu. It was the, the staff of the staff donkey of, of Yes, the donkey of Belam, the staff of Moshe Rabbeinu. Right. It's what did we say? Shindalids? No, Shindalids. Shindalids. It was items that are supernatural in nature, generally. Right, that have yeah. this half physical, half spiritual essence. Exactly. So there you have it, folks. That is the myth. Uh, was it busted? I don't know if you could say it's busted. I it's, mean, do you say? Can you say the word now? We haven't been saying it. And we didn't even address. We addressed we the didn't window. Address that. That's going to come in a future episode. Okay. Future episode. We're All not. Right. We're not going to do that now. 
But um, so would you say this myth was busted or would you say it's upheld? No, it's just, if it's, it sounds like it's upheld. Well, your Rav is upholding it. So essentially, it seems to be a das yachid. Um, it doesn't seem like something... Right, there's no halacha that you can no halacha, close up a window. But, it's not widely, you know, it's not widely found. It's not like it's, you know, it's not like it's an But it's a pretty strong minig, you'd say. I guess so. And and at the end of the day, it doesn't really hurt. So but that's the custom. The custom is don't close up a window. And if you do have to close up a window for construction, leave a tiny hole at the very least. And you don't even have to think about this. And you're safe. There you go. And there you have it. What are we talking about next time? That is going to remain a mystery. <laughs> Thanks we'll for joining us, time. everybody. We'll see you next time. Jewish Mythbusters Podcast. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.